Hi guys, it's Dee Dee. Sorry there's no brand new episode this week. Um, it's just one of the challenges of working under these restrictions. We weren't able to all get together, but we do have something for you. So back in November, we covered the story of the treasure that had been buried in the Rocky Mountains. And we spoke about it because um, people have been hunting for this buried treasure for more than 10 years. It was buried by a man called Forrest Fenn. You might remember hearing the episode, he uh, created a poem which had clues as to where the treasure was hidden and people have been searching for it. The reason that we covered it on Dead Bodies podcast was that at least four people have died searching for the treasure. Well, there is an update. Forrest Fenn, the man who buried the treasure has revealed on his website that it has been found. He hasn't revealed where it actually was. So for all those people who looked, there's no actual conclusion telling them, you know, how close they came to it. But he says that the person who found it, who he also has not identified, has sent him a photograph showing the treasure that he found. So he believes that it is it. So I don't know. Did someone actually find it? Did Forrest Fenn go back and pick up the treasure and remove it because people were dying searching for it? I'll have to let you make up your mind. Anyway, we thought for this week, since we don't have a brand new episode for you, we would re-release and let you listen for yourself to the story of Forrest Fenn and the hidden treasure. Dead Bodies is not for the squeamish and is intended for mature audiences. I have for you the treasure chest deaths. Oh. Uh, we're in the Na- Yellowstone National Park, I'm which covers done. nearly nine. Yes, have your almonds. Nearly nine thousand. Can you crunch away from the microphone? No, she's going to crunch right into it. No, put your mic on. Thank you. Okay. Very high degree of silliness in the studio this evening. Yeah, it's got ten minutes of banter. Good. Oh, oh, oh it's yeah. So much trouble. Uh, the Yellowstone National Park is over nearly 9,000 square kilometres. It's over where Wyoming, Montana and Idaho meet. It's on the little corner of the – so it's a bit of each of those three states. A cartoon character lived there. Uh, Yogi Bear. Correct. Was that Yellowstone? I think so. Jellystone. Mm. No, Yellowstone National Park. No, Jellystone. No. Yogi, Yogi Bear was jelly, Jellystone. Wait, no. Then it says Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. I was right. Okay, let's go. I hate to disappoint both of you, but he wasn't real. He wasn't a real bear. January 2016, a man by the name of Randy Balieu from Colorado set off in a raft on the Rio Grande in the Rocky Mountains and then disappeared. Six months later, in July, workers on the river found his body and an autopsy could not determine the cause of death. His ex-wife, Linda Ballew, said after he set out on his journey, she didn't know what had happened. There's she... always an ex-wife lurking in the background, isn't there? Oh, can you stop being suspicious of everyone? Sorry. She said it was in her ex-husband's nature to seek adventure. June 2017, this is uh, six months later, it was summer in America. 53-year-old Jeff Murphy went hiking in Yellowstone National Park. Oh, no. And he disappeared. Oh. 
Park investigators found his body on June the 9th. Murphy had fallen 500 feet from Turkey Pen Peak down a steep slope and they said it appeared he had accidentally stepped into a chute. He'd fallen anyway. Right. Also in June 2017, Pastor Paris Wallace set off into the Yellowstone National Park, but his family became concerned because he didn't show up for a family meeting. His car was found parked near the Teos Junction Bridge, and his dead body was found about 10 kilometres downstream along the Rio Grande. Okay. The following month... July 2017, 31-year-old Eric Ashby was found dead in Colorado's Arkansas River. Now, this is about 100 k's from where the last body was found, but still in that same part of the US. Mm -hmm. And Eric had last been seen rafting on the river, the, uh, the Arkansas River, about 20 kilometres upstream from where his body was found. The raft had overturned mm -hmm. and he had been missing since that time. These four deaths are all related and not just because they were found in a similar area. They were all people looking for the same thing. Oh. A hidden treasure. What? Yes. Somewhere in the Rockies, which is about a 1,000 miles between Santa Fe, New Mexico and the Canadian border, maybe a treasure chest. Maybe, though. What the hell is maybe? Well, I will explain. This Worth an, an estimated. Legend. I don't think it is. I think it's Give real. Give the price. An estimated $2 million. Now, the man who claims he hid it back in 2010 is Forrest Fenn. He was a Vietnam fighter pilot and then he became an art dealer. He's now 87 years old. Fenn says that as many as 350,000 people have gone hunting for the treasure. No one but him knows where it is. So when he dies, the knowledge of where it is goes with him. What's in it? I'll get to that. Oh, sorry. The clue that people are using to try and find it is a 24-line poem, which I won't read to you now unless Why? you beg me to, but it's quite long. We'll get to maybe at the end. It's a 24-line poem. He published it in a book that he published himself called The Thrill of the Chase, and he has also posted the poem on Instagram. Now, the box oh, that he Instagram. buried. Yes. Hmm. The box like is just... Pardon? Sorry, sorry. I couldn't. I Chanel. Ding. Sorry, go. What? No, you go, 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 go. Because going. I was shocked that he was posting things on Instagram when he's eighty-seven. Mm -hmm. Did you say? Mm -hmm. Why did he what, do did you this? Well, get there. Oh gosh, the questions. Sorry. Question. Question. The box is described as ornate and Romanesque, ten by ten inches, and it weighs about forty pounds full. Now, America's ABC Nightline did an episode called Deadly Treasure, and in that, Forrest, I keep on calling him Forrest Gump, Forrest Fenn yes. explains what the box contains. There's 265 American gold eagles and double eagles. There's ancient Middle Eastern gold coins. There's hundreds and hundreds of gold nuggets, two of them as big as a hen's egg. What kind of sick shit is this, though, that he's just decided that he wants to make people just tramp around the forest? I will for... explain. Okay. I will explain because, I see, it's, it's as though I knew you were going to ask all these questions. I mean, I think also, I'm... considering it's got gold in it, that means that the total value would fluctuate. 
because gold has a differing value depending on the day. So wow. you'd, ha- you'd really want to find it on the right day. Oh, welcome to our financial update <laughs> podcast where we're going to talk about the Dow Jones <laughs> for a while. These are the and things you have to consider. The exchange gonna... rates. Okay. So, Chanel, 67.5, good enough for you? Well, what I can tell you is that gold has a fluctuating price point, so you really have to find it on a good day. Oh, I'm going to find a better your... podcast that talks about dead bodies. Sorry. This dry old financial it's one. It's weird that someone would do this. Continue. It, it is weird. Okay, so there's emeralds, rubies, diamonds, all sorts of things that Finn found when he was working as an archaeologist. He says that the box is hidden above 5,000 feet. It's not in a mine, a graveyard, or near a structure. That second man who died hunting for it, Jeff Murphy, had emailed Forrest Fenn in the days before he died, and Fenn offered to pay for a helicopter to find him during that period where he was missing. Um, and he also clarified later that he, ha- Fenn, who hid the box, had never been to the area where Murphy was Chanel. found, where fell. Yes, Chanel. Have the police told Forrest to stop this shit? It's as though I knew you were going to ask all these questions. <laughs> Can you, but, Chanel, you... could you hold your questions until the end Sorry. of the story? Thank you. Okay. Now, Linda Bailey, who you very unkindly pointed the finger of Sorry. the thing at before, yes. uh, whose former husband, Randy, the first one, yep. died searching for the treasure. She said that the hunt was ludicrous and it should be stopped. After the death of Paris Wallace, Fenn posted extra clues to try and stop people from searching in unnecessarily dangerous locations. He said that the treasure chest is not underwater nor is it near the Rio Grande River. It's not necessary to move large rocks or climb up or down a steep precipice, and it is not under a man-made object. So he was 80 when he hid the treasure, so it's in a place that a man his age could reach easily enough. Apparently so, yes. And he said that he had to make two trips from his vehicle in order to hide it, which is odd. Oh, maybe he went, dug the hole, came back. Yeah. Again. Um, now, why has he done it? There it is. I haven't written above it. Chanel will ask this. I, you, know, you knew. He's done it. He said the search is supposed to be fun. And now here he well, is. Well, it's clearly not because fuckers are going there and they're dying. Here he is speaking in a documentary called The Lure that came out in 2017. People tell me I'm a storyteller and... and uh, I guess I fit the description. (laughs) Imagination is more important than knowledge. We're we're all charlatans to some degree. It doesn't matter who you are. It only matters who they think you are. What I've done is hidden a treasure chest and I've given you clues as to where it is. As far as I'm concerned, that's my part. Oh, so he wanted kids to go and do this. Oh, fabulous. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Because kids are going to, what are kids going to do with a $2 million treasure chest? Have the money? Mm. Now, he originally filled it after he was, so he was, in 1988, Finn was diagnosed with cancer. Hold on. Yes. How do we know someone hasn't found it? That's a good point. I haven't got an answer for that. How do up. we know that? We don't know Someone that. Someone hasn't found it. And if you did find it, oh. why would you tell anyone? 
That's very interesting. You wouldn't tell anyone. So well, he's the that, only one that could Well, know. he needs to get up off his took yeah, us people and are go gonna out follow there and him. Check. They will follow him. Or he can pay a grandchild to do it. Someone may have found it. Mm, I wonder. So when he had cancer back in 1988, and he thought it was terminal cancer, but he got well again. But at that time, he filled the chest then because I guess he didn't want to pass it on to anyone he knows. Mm. And um, he survived and he kept the box in a vault at his house for several years and a couple of witnesses have confirmed that they have saw it, that it does exist, that it is real. He reckons he gets 100 emails a day about it. He's had people turn up at his house and threaten him, saying, tell me where the treasure is right now, I'm going to kill you. Um, Back to the dead bodies and your question earlier, Mm -hmm. the police have asked him to call the search off, but he is refusing. Here he is again on Nightline. I didn't anticipate that people would would die searching for my treasure, but in the back of my mind it had to be logical that that could happen. Grizzly bears alone or something to think about. It weighs on you. A little bit. You know, I'm, I, I don't feel responsible. I don't, I don't feel like I'm to blame for any, any, any of those things that happen. Uh, Randy Ballew's ex-wife, Linda, wants Fenn to reveal where the treasure chest in is. Yeah, I bet she does. Of course she does. Uh, she has said... Well, she did say at one point, I don't know if she really believes this, but she doesn't think there even is a chest. And there's a number of online forums and Reddit threads and all sorts of stuff where people trade theories about where the treasure might be. Uh, there's the, the subreddit is called Finding Fens Gold, if you do want to go on there and look at all the clues. I Someone's found it. Someone's found it. It's possible. Maybe it's not even there. Come on. If all those people... But if he dies, and he's 87... But tell me if... He's th- had cancer. What did he say? Up to 300 people he reckons have gone I reckon for it. if someone had found it, I think word would have got out because you wouldn't be able to... You can't just go down to Coles and buy something with those gold coins, doubloons or whatever they are, ye olde diamonds and emeralds. I'm like, if those things started coming into the market, people would say, hang on, where did you get all these Roman coins from and stuff? Would they? Well, I think they would. Wouldn't they? Mm. But that's good. I like that. Maybe someone has found it. And that is the story of the treasure chest deaths of Yellowstone National Park. Before I do my story, I have something to tell you. Oh, what? Um, someone else in your family's a murderer? No, but... I can't remember who told me this. I can't remember because people email me dead body things. <laughs> My lovely. inbox is full of people either emailing me dead body things or dogs doing fun things. Mm-hmm. Because I tweet I'm about here dogs for both a lot. Of them. Yes, I yeah, know you do. I'm all about it. I'm, I'm tweeting a lot about dogs lately. Tweet about a mass murder, I get two likes. Tweet about a dog, get two hundred. Mm. Yeah, go figure. That's I don't do it for the likes, but I do it because like, like people like it. Um, uh, someone, and I don't know who it was, but they sent me something about hiding a dead body. Mm. And obviously I've got a mouthful of tea, can't, yeah. can't respond. So yep. they said if they were going to hide I a dead body. I have to drink body, this last mouthful because it's just getting cold. Okay. okay. If they were going to hide a dead body, they'd kill the person, hold on to the body for a little bit, then tip off the cops about a dead body being buried somewhere so that they'd go and dig there. And then after the cops had dug all that area up, yeah. they would go and put the body there. Where did I hear because that? Because the cops would have already dug up that area and they wouldn't go back there. That's smart. It is smart. Did I pass that on to you? Did you some... tell me? I don't know. 
I've heard Someone it. told me this. I cannot remember who, but I thought it, I remember reading it, thinking that's really smart. But you it know, I'm good. really flaky about yeah. texting back and all that kind of stuff. Hang on a minute, so but when I said you could bury, when we were trying to guess where your dead body, and I said a cemetery, yeah, and you poo pooed it like it was stupid. No, there's too much activity around a, a cemetery. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, do you want to hear the po- poem? Oh yeah, maybe do the poem. All right. While I eat an almond. All right. To get, so Chanel has time to read her poem. Can I get my no, eat her things. <laughs> Okay, here's, here's the clues in, in a poem. As I have gone alone in there and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where a hint of riches new and old. See, that's making me think of where gold might there be. There is no help in this poem at no. all. Well, there are only four lines in. Four, Hang on, there's 20 to go. Four lines, we know nothing. Begin, it, begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down not far but too far to walk put it put in below the home of brown stop yes that's the part that's making fuckers get into the water yeah because they're getting into the water thinking that the river has to take them down that's what it sounds like to me we're warm too waters far to halt. Walk. Uh, yeah not far but too far to walk and then talking about the water i feel like people are letting the current take them down from there, it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek. Just heavy. That sounds like if you don't want to have sex with someone tonight. No paddle up my creek tonight. Just I... heavy loads and Ooh, water hide again loads. with the sex. <laughs> what? If you've been wise and found the blaze. So that sounds like a campfire, doesn't mm. it? Look quickly down your quest to cease, but tarry scant with marvel gaze. Oh, for I'm sick of it. Sake. I'm fucking over I'm it. I'm not reading anymore. I'm over it too. Throw it away. Do that with it. No, it's rubbish. I hate it. Tarry, kind sir. Most tarry people not. are dying. They're dying of boredom from his fucking. They're just, people aren't even <laughs> using that shit to find it. They're just going and having a look because that's providing no answers. Wow. Those almonds are making you angry. I've been a firecracker lately. I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk to you like a chipmunk. She's got like lumps in her cheek. <laughs> From the I'm hungry. I've been in a coroner's court all that? day. Oh, you did that game, that one. Remember you did that story about Chubby Bunny where you put yeah. the thing? We used to do it with grapes. You had to put grapes in oh. your mouth. Mm. Now, last year, radio stars Hamish and Andy went to Colorado looking for the treasure on Nine's Hamish and Andy's Perfect Holiday. The Rocky Mountains take up over 300,000 square kilometres of the United States, so the treasure is tough to find. And despite hundreds of thousands of people looking for it since 2010, it's still out there. And we're going to find it. Well, that's what we're hoping for. Are we really? I'm joined now by one of the adventurous duo. Good afternoon, Andy Lee. Good afternoon to you, Dee. I can't believe it's been found. I know, same. I'm I'm a tiny bit (laughs) sceptical. Yes, so was I. I mean, um, Hamish was accusing me because we hadn't seen each other for a couple of days. Uh, I was obviously accusing him of going across and getting it. But uh, it turned out neither of us. Are the, the ones that found this treasure. Well, we don't know who found it. Let's let's wind it back to the beginning for people who aren't familiar with the story. Yep. So, as we know, Forrest Fenn, I think he was an um, archaeologist and he'd gathered a whole bunch of sort of trinkets and gold and <laughs> stuff like that, put it in a chest, hid it for people to find. So yep. you and Hamish went looking for it. What clues were you using to find out where it was? 
Well, for people who don't know, Forrest then did this uh, you know, ten, 10 or so years ago because he thought he was going to die. Um, and so he took all these... Uh, uh, he was an art and antiques collector, as you mentioned, and he took all these these little trinkets. There's some gold, there's rubies in there, emeralds, diamonds, um, some other artefacts, and he put them in a, a chest and left a poem uh, with a poem in there, a lot of clues leading to the, the the spot. He obviously made the poem very difficult because it's taken people over 10 years to find it. He estimates 350,000 people have gone out looking for it. Hamish and I were two of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what is peculiar about the person that or this recent announcement is they're not saying who found it, mm. and they're also mm. um, they're not... So Forrest hasn't come out and said where it was. He hasn't given mm. us the answers to all these clues, which is frustrating the heck out of Hamish and I because we just want to know having obsessed about it. Well, it would be nice to know how close you got to it. So so you're using the clo- clues in the poem and you had, I, as I recall, a couple of people, local people helping you out. Yes. How did you sort of work out what area you wanted to hone in on looking for it? Well, there are so many people that did Well, there's people that have dedicated their lives to this, quit their jobs, dedicated their lives to it. And um, there was a young man called Matt um, who lived in Boulder, Colorado, and he was convinced he had found the place and he had answered all the clues, um, but he didn't have the resources. So on, on one of these kind of chat groups on the website, he was the one I was chatting to, and I said, oh, well, I can help you out with the resources to get there. If, uh, if you were going to cut us in. Um, most of our time in the mountains was me trying to bargain for a better deal uh, with Matt. <laughs> if anyone had watched the show, trying to make sure Hamish and my cut when we found the treasure um, was a big portion. But, um, yeah, so we, we Matt, Matt had a lot of interesting parts to the poem that he that did seem to line up. But, you know, in retrospect, you wonder whether your own mind is wanting to make the connection so bad that, you know, any correlation would have been exciting and made sense to us. But we, we wandered around for a while. And and what is the area? Well, like, what's the terrain like? Is it very mountainous? Was it was it a difficult area to negotiate? Well, yeah, but uh, we, 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 since when, we, I managed to get an interview with Forrest then, and he's such a lovely chap. That was the only part of this where I'm, when, you know, he hasn't announced where it was found and we don't know who actually found it. I wondered whether he's, fallen on hard times and wandered back and got it himself <laughs> or, or whether it ever existed but the fact that he was such a nice chap I do believe him um, but yeah he is was an 80 year old near 80 year old man when he put it out there and he was stressing to people because as you mentioned I think on your podcast some people have perished trying to find the treasure and he didn't want that to happen to these people that are searching for it so he, he mentioned if an 80 year old man can walk up and put it there it can't be anywhere too difficult and so he said it wasn't a, it wasn't far from a road like he didn't he had to had to lug this thing from his car so there are a few extra clues he gave along the way yeah and you've referred to the podcast there so it is I, I did an episode on this on a dead bodies podcast and um, in that we talked about the four people that had died and I did wonder whether the police had asked him to go and get it or, or somehow end the whole thing because people had had perished while they were trying to search for it. I, yeah. I wonder, so just on what your dealings with him, do you think he will reveal at any stage who found it or where it actually was? 
I think you probably honour the person who didn't want to be named. And sometimes when people win the lottery or come across these type of things, they don't want to be named because they don't want every you know distant relative ringing up and you know sending them birthday cards all of a sudden in a hope for a cut of of, of the loot. <laughs> so I imagine if if it is if it has been found by someone, they'll remain nameless. Um, if, if it comes out that it's Hamish, I'll be furious. But. Um, <laughs> Well, if but, Hamish sort of suddenly appears wearing, you know, a 17th century crown yeah, and trying to pay for lunch with a doubloon, then I'd be sus. Then you ruby earrings, Hamish. Where'd you get them from? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I'm hopeful, and I think surely he'll he'll tell us what all the the clues meant in the poem because that's been part of the game. And now that the game's over, um, yeah, I, maybe he's leaving a couple of couple of days but I'm, I'm hopeful that um, he's going to tell us I've reached out to the connection that uh, we had with him and, and asked that very thing and uh, we're waiting to hear back oh that's exciting oh well look thank you so much for your insights Andy it's uh, very exciting that you're actually there on the spot and if you do hear anything let me know won't you certainly will certainly will <laughs> Dead Bodies is created by D.D. Dunleavy and Chanel Vella and produced by Kirsten Lim Howe Contact us at deadbodiespodcast at gmail.com.